Welcome to the First Time Bible Teacher Podcast, the podcast that breaks down the basics of Bible teaching to get you ready to teach for yourself. Today's podcast is brought to you... I'm just kidding. We don't have any sponsors. Today, we're talking about main points, the building blocks of your message that prove the thing you're really trying to say to your audience. Using them well can be the difference between a coherent message and you fumbling over your words for 30 minutes. So today we're going to cover the purpose of main points, some best practices for using them, what to avoid with your main points, and some practical tips for using main points well. Often in preaching, people want to create the one flashy moment where a great illustration lands, something really comes and hits close to home, some very powerful emotional moment happens in the message, and people don't think enough about the basic building blocks of the message. I'm very big in thinking about structure, and that's so much of why I want to talk about building main points and using them well. First, talking about the purpose of main points, one of the things you're doing with the main points that you're displaying and giving to your audience is you're creating manageable thoughts for them. If you're going to teach the Bible, let's say you're teaching what normally gets thought of as a traditional sermon, something between uh, the, sh- the very short end is about 25 minutes, the longer end is about 45, sometimes 50 minutes, longer than that perhaps, and they go shorter and longer depending on what you're trying to do. You're talking for a long time. You have a lot of things you're giving to those people in that particular session. There's no way the people you're talking to are going to be able to remember everything you said for the 30, 40 sometimes 50 minutes that you've been talking, and hold all of those ideas together at one moment. Your main points helps them kind of think through, okay, so that's what this 8 to 10 minute stretch was about. That's what this 15 or so minute stretch was about. And then you give them this thing that they can recall back to and say, yeah, that was the main point. That kind of summarizes all the different things that person was saying at that particular time. You want to create manageable thoughts for your audience. One of the things that people don't think about enough with their preaching, if you're doing it well, if you're putting in a good amount of time to prepare, think through what you're saying, really make sure you're bringing something good that you've worked through and that the people are going to be able to understand, hopefully you've thought through that passage 10, 15, 20 times. You may have gone over your notes themselves a good seven or eight times, just tweaking different things and really looking over it over a while. The people you're bringing this to, they're thinking about it for the first time. They were not thinking about your passage during that week unless they happened to read it in their own personal devotion time, or if you happen to tell them, hey, I'm going to be teaching on this. You should read this ahead of time. Even then, they've only read it once in the week leading up to it. You need to help them go on the thought journey that you went on as you did all of these hours of work and preparation getting ready to teach that sermon to them. The best way you do that is with your main points, the the main divisions that you're making in your message. A second thing you can do with your main points that is, is huge is why we, we have them and why we want to present them to people. It shows the thinking of the passage. So much of what we do in teaching is we explain individual passages. But so much of what we do in teaching beyond that is we become examples, or we, I guess we display examples. We don't become a Bible text, but we display examples 
of how to think about Scripture, how to take a passage and break it down into manageable things, how to understand the flow and the thinking of a passage, how to read an entire chapter and not let it become just hundreds of words that we don't really see how they flow together. Our main points help show the thinking of a passage. They help break it down in a way that people are going to be able to see and understand, and it's going to help them even when they go to read other passages. Third thing that you can do with your main points, they become an easy summary of your teaching. You should be able, when you get to the end of your teaching, to just list what your main points were. Not even go into them, just list what they were. And they should act as a summary of your message. Sometimes you're going to do that with what you actually name your main points. Like sometimes you'll build one sentence out of your three or four or five main points, however many you may happen to have. You, you sometimes will be able to build something from that that will actually stand as a legitimate summary but sometimes just calling those ideas to mind through naming them again goes a long way in helping people remember what your message was. That's what you're aiming to do. You want people to walk away with the truth that you're explaining to them, not just enjoy it for that moment. Using memorable, catchy main points is a way that you can do that. So that's the purpose of main points. What are some things with the practice of main points? Well, there's one major division that I kind of want to make for these next two ideas about using main points well. In practice, there's a big difference between exegetical preaching, where you're just taking one text and you're just going right through it, explaining it verse by verse as you go along the way, and topical preaching, where you're taking a bigger idea or concept or question where there may not be any one passage. You know, I'm a youth pastor. There's no one spot that I can go to to really talk about bullying. You know, Jesus didn't say don't bully. Like that word doesn't show up. So it's hard to find that passage, but you can kind of work through that topic with different uh, teachings and messages. When you have that distinction, you kind of need to use your main points differently. If you're preaching something exegetical, you want to use your main points to determine or first determine, I should say, how your passage all flows together. That's going to be the big determining question that decides what your main points are. How does this whole passage work together as one? How does this whole passage show one unified thought or idea? Your main points are not just the things you liked the most along the way. They are the things that the text most wrestles with, grapples with, thinks through along its way. So think along those lines when you're building your main points. If you're preaching topically, one of the things that I'm actually currently doing in my youth group, I'm teaching a series on the spiritual disciplines, ignitefire.com, just to throw that out there. I'm going through the spiritual disciplines and each main point in all of my teachings is answering one big question about a spiritual discipline. So if I were to talk about Bible reading, I will have one of my main points is why should we read the Bible? Another main point is how should we read the Bible? And that's where I'm going to give all my practical stuff. Another main point will be, um, I even forget, this was a couple weeks ago, with prayer, another discipline that we talked through. Why should we pray? How should we pray? How can I make sure this habit sticks? You know, I'm thinking... 
what's a big question we need to talk through regarding prayer, that's going to be one of my main points. And that's how I'm going to present it to people in a way where they can understand the kind of information I'm about to throw at them. So I think about this podcast. It's not a teaching, but there are main points that I'm thinking through. With this one in particular, I'm thinking about the purpose of main points as my first section, the practice of main points as my second section, what to avoid with main points as my third section, and then closing practical tips as my fourth section. I'm using these main points to organize my thinking so that all of the things I really want to say along the way, they're falling into one of these categories, and hopefully it's easier for the audience to understand the information that you're giving to them. So that leads to this. Use your main points as sections for your thinking. I like to think of main points as like headings in a book. When you're reading through a book or an article and there's a big, bold heading, you, you think to yourself, oh, I now know what's about to come next. I understand the kind of information that this author is now about to put my way. The only way that you can do that in teaching is by declaring it. I mean, sometimes you can use like a PowerPoint or something like that to come alongside and help you do that. But you need the main points first before the PowerPoint can help you do that. You want to declare these headings for the people so that they can understand what is coming their way. And also, do your best to make these things memorable. You don't want your main points to sound as technical as they can possibly get. You don't want them, you're not necessarily thinking, what is the ultimate best description of everything that goes on in the next seven verses of this passage or whatever. That, that's what the rest of your teaching is for. You don't need to do that all in your main points. Your main point is something memorable, something catchy, something that's going to stick with you as you go on and listen to the rest of that message. People use alliteration all the time where they'll look at their four main points and they'll say, here are the four C's of whatever it is that I'm talking about. Something like that can help people. Sometimes they build a sentence out of their main points where the four ideas or three ideas are all going to flow together to create one sentence that summarizes your message. That's great. That's super helpful. Sometimes you can make an acronym. You know, I think back to a youth pastor of mine uh, teaching on how I could know the Bible is true and FACES was one of the acronyms that he used for understanding main points about how we knew the Bible was true. Something like that, I still can kind of look back and think through what a couple of those were just because of that particular acronym that he used. I remember one time I was listening to uh, Pastor Tim Keller preach in New York, and he was teaching on the verse of Jesus saying, I am the bread of life. And his three main points were, I am the bread of life, I am the bread of life, and I am the bread of life. And just the way he emphasized those, that message was probably three, maybe four years ago, something like that. But I still remember the way that he emphasized those points because he didn't just sit there and say, I'm going to talk about life and I'm going to talk about bread. And like, he didn't do that. He really went with it and they stuck because he worked to make those things memorable. When you're doing that, you may feel like you're coming up against the great teaching fear. Everybody, I, I know for me, one of my great fears is becoming that corny preacher that no one wants to listen to, but no one tells. No one says, hey, those jokes aren't working. 
the way that you're going about this just makes us all want to stop listening, but you're our pastor, so we feel like we have to listen to you. That's my biggest fear, that I'll become that corny guy. You have a little bit more room than you think you do, especially when it's something like main points, because you're providing structure. You're then going to dive into it from there and create a tone that you really want to share with people. So it's okay if you take something that feels a little bit gimmicky or slightly gimmicky, I should say, and put it in the way you build your main points. You have some room for that. It's going to be okay. What are some things to avoid with main points? Don't make them super specific. You're thinking big picture. The temptation is, if you have three sections in your message, find the three things you most want to say, the three things you're most excited about sharing, and make those your main points. That's not really the way to do it. Main points are creating structure. You may have this one really interesting thing that you want to share about one small piece of one of your main points. That's great. Praise God for that. Be excited to preach it. That doesn't mean it's one of the three biggest framing ideas within your message. You're trying to think, how am I getting people ready for the information I'm about to share with them next? So don't get super specific. Try to think big picture. Also, don't make them random. They should really flow together. If you're looking at your message and point one has nothing to do with point two and that has nothing to do with point three, you should really think twice about what it is you're about to preach. Because if you're pulling that from a text, sometimes there are just weird texts in scripture that bounce all around. I know one time when I was leading the youth group, I came up with the great idea of teaching the entire book of Proverbs verse by verse, chapter by chapter, one chapter a week. And then we really just had, I mean, that was a crazy idea. I don't know why I decided to do that. That was a mistake. I think I've talked about that mistake before, but I'm not sure if I've done that on this podcast. But sometimes your passage really does demand hard left turns, and that's okay when the passage demands it, but if you can, and most of the time, most of the time you can, you can make sure that your main points are not random. Don't settle for points that have nothing to do with each other, because if you don't see how they connect, there is no chance your audience is going to see how they connect as well. And then to kind of walk back a little bit my comments about you have a little bit more room to be corny than you think you have, don't get too predictable. That's the last thing I would say to avoid. Don't get too predictable with your main points. If you're using alliteration or if you're building sentences or using acronyms all the time, it stops becoming or it stops acting as an effective memory tool and starts just becoming something people expect from you. They're like, oh yeah, that's that guy. He's going to do this with his main points. And it doesn't hit that same way. You want to use each of those sparingly. You want to be able to jump between all of those different things. Use them from time to time. Use them in various ways. Do different things to make them memorable. Always state them and always be really clear with them. But try to use different techniques and different tropes for making those main points come across in different ways like that. I guess the last thing, I didn't have this written down in my notes, but the last thing I would say to avoid is don't have too many main points. If every point is a main point, then none of them are the main point. Remember the Incredibles. If everyone's super, no one is. If all of your points are things you're trying to frame your message by, that's not helpful. Try to limit it. I normally aim for three to four main points a message. That's normally what I'm aiming for. The the classic 
pure sermon, so to speak, is the three-point sermon. That's what a lot of people aim for. Three is just easy to remember. It's not too much. It's not too little. It's enough where you can get some real good substance in there without necessarily drowning people in the things that you have to say. Some closing practical tips for using main points well. Normally what I like to do is I like to think about how do these points work together? Then I worry about naming them later. So a lot of times when I'm studying one passage, especially if I'm doing an exegetical message, which is the majority of the teaching that I do, a lot of times my main points start with working titles. They start with just a a quick outline for me, a quick phrase or sentence or whatever that helps me understand that part of the passage. And I know that I'll write that thinking, I'm going back to that later to make that a little catchier. I'm going back to that to make that something that is easier to present to people. Really make sure you get how these points work. Then you can worry about how they work in a sermon. So really make sure you understand them. Then go back and do all the work to make them catchy. Second, make them really, really clear when you preach them. I know I've talked about this a couple times already. Make these points really clear when you preach them. You want to make sure that people know what point they're in. There's nothing worse than when you're listening to a message and someone says, I'm going to give you six tips on how to be a better neighbor or whatever. And then you get midway into the message and you're like, what point are we on? Like, what tip is he giving me? And you get lost in it. And in your notes, you only wrote down the first two. So you think you're on tip number two. And then he's like, and tip number five. And you're like, wow, we're way further than I thought I was. You, you don't want to create that confusion for your audience. Make it really clear. Give clear transitions. You can even say when you finish point number one. So that shows us how this first point all works out. Now let's move on to this second point. You can be as clear as that. You don't have to worry about being super subtle and sneaky. People want to know that the first point you're sharing with them is done. People want to know that it's time to move into the second point. It prepares them for the information that's coming next. So give those really clear transitions for people. And then last, structure your notes around these points. I want to see these really, really clearly in my notes. They help me remember the message as a whole. And there are times even where at the very top of my notes, I write what all three points are. And there are times where when I get to the heading of my second and third point, because now I'm further down on the document and I'm not seeing the top of it anymore, there are times where I'll write just really quickly the names of all three points one more time so that I can see them everywhere I go so that they help me remember the full summary of the message. Ultimately, it boils down to this. Your main points are the structure that people are going to be able to hear and carry with them. It it prepares them for the information that's coming next in that section, and it's going to be the way they carry that information out of your teaching and into their daily lives. Anything we can do to better prepare people to take what we're telling them and bring it into their daily lives, anything we do that helps that process is a good thing. And using main points well, building good structure, and communicating that structure clearly is a good thing that helps people get ready to take biblical truth and put it into practice in their daily life. 
Thanks for listening to today's episode, which is brought to you by... I'm just kidding. We still don't have any sponsors. But I'll tell you what. If you give me 10 bucks, you can sponsor the next episode. And I'll do 30 seconds at the beginning or the end on why I think you're great. So I know you had 10 bucks. You just didn't want to do anything with. Why not be praised for 30 seconds? I'm trying a new thing with this episode where my show notes are going to be on brianrhiggins.com. And it'll give you what I was looking at while I was going over the episode. And it'll give you some examples of my own teachings, just the structure and outline of how I put some of those main points together that hopefully will help you a little bit in getting your teachings together. As always, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify and Google Play. And if you're interested and if you're liking what you're hearing, please share it with friends. Please review it on Apple Podcasts. All of that helps a ton. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.